Sometimes I wish that Squeezy would finally realize that he's no longer in the wild and that he can actually just go and eat his own food instead of having to like forage for garbage. I saw him trying to win a fight with a piece of styrofoam earlier. <laughs> that came with our fucking package that we opened up earlier. Yeah, and he like, lost. He's a he really really enjoys that potting soil, man. Oh my god. He will not stop. He thinks it's a, like a rare Delicacy. like caviar. And Honestly, maybe it was a caviar for him back in the day. I you know, those those lone eight months, we will never know what uh, happened to his life. If I had one wish from If a I had genie, a genie in a bottle and um, I had one wish from it. It would be to have a outside perspective HD documentary of his early years. And by early years, I mean his early months. I just want to know. I have so many questions. I feel like his eating habits have gotten weirder in the last, like, six months. When my sister visited and said that his drinking and eating behaviors were as though he was constantly afraid that somebody was going to, like, come up behind him or, like, take it away from him. Now he, like snorts <laughs> like <laughs> he I, is really loud he's like voracious when he eats now he takes like a giant mouthful of food spits it on the floor and then just like crumbles it up into smaller pieces it's like he's literally trying to snort it like i don't i don't get he him. makes very weird hog-like noises i'm not sure actually how much he eats because it just looks like it's just getting broken up into smaller he's pieces. a lean mean gray blob crunching machine <laughs> i don't understand him but god bless him uh, this is Coffee with Rachel. I'm Chris. And I'm Rachel. And before we started the show, Chris confided in me that he does not have a coffee fact. Uh, no, but I quickly found a tea fact. Oh, damn it. I was going <laughs> to improvise something. Oh, well, too fucking bad. Damn because... it. You guys will never know my fake fact. <laughs> nope. Uh, this is that on any given day, approximately 40% of the UK's fluid intake will be tea. <laughs> 40%? Yes. Wow. I Less feel like, than I was expecting. I don't know, man. I need, <laughs> I need to drink more water. We all can take that advice. That is should be the number one thing on everybody's New Year's resolution list every year. Drink because more. we'll all say it at the beginning of the year. I'm pretty sure we probably said it coming into 2018. And look at me now. I'm being really terrible with my water. I know. This year I've been trashed, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. And my skin has been so dry because of it. Not been a good time for that. So uh, the I didn't have a fact, but my coffee point that I wanted to bring up on the show. So you know how I feel like it's become a super, I don't know, topical thing right now about banning plastic in different forms, which is amazing. Yeah. I think it's great. Um, you know, one of the things that we're trying to ban are plastic straws. And I know that me and Chris, like, we've talked about before on the show how we try to bring, like, fucking metal straws with us where we go so we don't take, like, a plastic straw. And, like, yeah, when you're yeah. at, like, a restaurant, like, request and obviously, like, to not you know, have a straw, etc. Doing, like, one fucking straw out of your day is not, like crazy amounts of like waste saving but it adds up so quickly if like tens of thousands of people start doing i hate when you see people that are like oh my god that's like not even like a fraction of the total like plastic shit that's going on and it's like 
Yeah, but it's it is a pretty big one that we people are fucking saying. ignoring. Like another one is disposable razors. Now you could be like me and you could just like stop shaving altogether, <laughs> or you could get yourself like a. I know that I've never had a Dollar Shave Club sponsor, probably because they know I don't shave. But like, yeah. those are non. Honestly, people would right? call us out for being frauds. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're like, we know you don't shave, bitch. Um, but like getting like a razor like that, like a nicer razor, is yeah. like probably the best way to go. Disposable. Like, think about, especially women's, quote, razors. They're literally, like, two use. They make them intentionally bad. They have, bad, like, two blades. And, and they have way extra plastic because, you know, a delicate woman's hand can't hold, like, a regular razor. It's got to have, like, a super velvety cush. It has plunkin. to have curves and form, yeah. you know? And, like, that fucking, I think about that chubby-ass jewel was in the song Chic Intuition. Oh, yeah. That razor, that is like the biggest ass plastic thing. Because, yep. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people chuck those out. So, what do you do? Do you replace the bar of soap? I forget. <laughs> so, where were you going oh. with the uh, straws? So, we're all trying to ban plastic, right? I mean, we're hopeful for this, right? Um, Single use plastic. Something that Let's I love. That. And, like, Lush is always really lit when it comes to the environment and, you know, animal rights and stuff. But something that I've seen that them, they've take first of all they have glitter that is plastic free which is something that you don't really think about but yeah like those are tiny glitter little plastic and micro particles plastics micro scrubs everything micro like plastic that. is like the worst fucking yeah. killer yep. of the ocean um so they have all plastic free glitter which i don't know what it's made of but but I'm assuming it's like com- compostable or biodegradable. Bio- yeah, yeah. I have to look that up. You know how they have like their normal body wash that comes with like a plastic bottle, you know? Yeah. Well, now they've like reformulated a lot of their body washes into plastic free containers where it's just like a solid bar, almost like functioning like a soap. And you just get that wet, wet. wet. <laughs> you get it wet. <laughs> and you just like lather it and there's no fucking packaging on it. And I just think that's like so innovative and cool. And like, you probably need like a soap dish. Yeah. But like, whatever. Yeah. Like, it's a fucking. We need more innovation like that. That's just so cool. I know. I want the beauty industry, because you know the beauty industry is like the fucking queen of one use, single use, terrible waste. Like, yeah, absolutely. So I would love to see more innovation like that. Um, I would love to see a makeup brand, like we said before, that's packaged in the most minimalist way where, like, you don't have a lot of shit you need to throw away. And then... And then, like, actual package or, yeah, something. Like, recycled... You know, like, those compostable, like, straws and spoons and forks and stuff that are, like, you know, thinner plastic. Like, seeing, like, you know, mascara tubes made of that. Yes. But, like, still somehow airtight. So like, because you don't want your mascara getting all We can put up. people on the moon, then we can make a Have mascara we put wand. On the moon? <laughs> Fuck off. Can we make a mascara wand biodegrade? But, like, I don't know. I, okay, for example, I have, like, so many tangents when it comes to the shit, but. All right, so Nude Sticks, one of my favorite makeup brands. Their products are fucking amazing. They're kind of like, I would say, Glossier vibes, but, like, better quality it's not okay. as gimmicky um really good for that kind of like natural so that, makeup like, where, that makeup for just beautiful hands. people <laughs> right that is yeah that's glossy but like nude sticks is a little bit more user-friendly it's the 
the vibe behind their company was like that they, they just wanted makeup to be easy to apply for like their older clients or like their clients that are not like super beauty enthused you know just want to go to work they just want to slap on a quick face and they're good yes so i i fucking love their products so much and they have some really innovative products but i have to say one of my biggest critiques is that every single product of theirs for the most part comes in a metal tin that has like a mirror inside and i've had pr sent to me from them which i I was so excited because like i fucking love their products so i was obviously pretty pumped about it and i've also bought products from them and every single time i buy one i have to like get rid of this like metal fucking tin that i don't really use it's like i'm not going to carry around like 18 different metal tins in my purse are many people using that mirror as like it's not really a good mirror. It's like a very narrow. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, but it's just such a waste. And you know that they would save a lot of money if they didn't have to do that. make that. So I don't know. I kind of hope that they chill the fuck out. But the whole reason I even brought this up was because... So Starbucks was in the news recently because people thought that they were making an effort to reduce their plastic by coming out with that lid that doesn't have it's like basically like a sippy cup for cold drinks without a straw yeah and people were like oh my god this is amazing they're getting rid of straws so first of all that lid wasn't for everything it's just for the iced cappuccino drinks which ew i'm sorry (laughs) cold foam is just I don't know. I just, I'm not here for it. Yeah, it doesn't work well for a uh, a straw. It's just watery. I don't, yeah, exactly. So you, you're meant to sip that. Yeah, so it's yeah, literally yeah. just for their iced cappuccinos. So it's not an effort for them to get rid of straws. They're still very much using straws. And then also that lid is also made of, it takes like three times the plastic or something than like their normal fucking lids. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, wow, that fucking sucks. And like, honestly, as someone who's worked at Starbucks, like they are very fucking wasteful. They have that like kind of like, oh, we're, you know, I I don't know. I feel like you get a vibe from them that they are a lot cleaner than they are. Right? Yeah. Does that come across? I I get what you're saying. And I think that they, I feel like Starbucks being the size of company that they are, they could absolutely do a way better job of like trying to be more eco-friendly. Their fucking cups only say they're 10% like recyclable like 10 percent of that cup was made out of recycled stuff like are you kidding me they should be bigger it should be a hundred percent like honestly you can do like 95 it should absolutely be way more than 10 percent and they are such a huge company they could easily invest so much money into developing that yeah i've been going out of my way to like not take the sleeve now too my fucking like i obviously like fucking recycle all these fucking things but like you know it just helps i mean but the fact that like we don't take it like the fact the whole thing with like single use stuff is that like even if we do like recycle and compost it it's like the the industry to produce and then to get rid of whether it is recycling or composting all of those things when if we could just cut that all of that out and one the waste two the production and three like the removal of that waste like all of that just makes it even greener but people like, just give a shit about yeah, convenience th- and that, that's like that's a lot of the compostable stuff doesn't actually compost because people are throwing it out incorrectly and then it's still ending up in a landfill and it still takes fucking decades to decompose. Yeah. Literally, I think back to like Mad Men when we were, this is weird, but like I think back to Mad Men and they, they were like having like a pitch about like, it was like Huggies or Pampers or something like like that coming with disposable diapers. Like for the first time they were coming up with disposable diapers. Cause before that it was just like reusable fucking like 
fabric that you just washed. Yeah. Which, like, now I think, like, we need to revert back to because it's, like, around that time, like, the 50s and the 60s, we got to this point where we were, like, capitalism was, like, all right, let's fucking run with this disposable thing. And so we built up this, all these industries just built around disposable. I totally get, like, the pro to using... um, like fabric diapers and shit but like god damn it like parents also like i think about like you know there was also the narrative back then where like you did have a parent usually a mother staying at I home know, to do like, all that fucking insane amount of laundry so i i'm not calling i'm not trying to like call out diapers right now i'm just trying to yeah. say that like that's that's what the show was saying and then i just know that like during that time that's when like all this disposable yeah. stuff started building up and we got to this point where like who's using like mops anymore like we just use like fucking swiffer wet jets and yeah stuff. that's like, something that we've just finally kicked because like you don't even realize you're like shit i'm using first of all clorox wipes like it's so convenient yes you like pluck it from the thing you're good to go you don't have a rag that you have to wash but first of all, there's a lot of crap in those Clorox wipes. There's better like household cleaners that are especially pet safe, which is something that we've yeah. like looked into. We don't have kids, so like you know, it, it would be kid safe too, probably. Um, but like, yeah, just getting some fucking rags, some old t-shirts, whatever the fuck, and then like same with like the floor, getting like an actual like, steam mop that you just clean the little thingy. And like, and usually, like honestly, our economy has been built up in such a way where all of those kinds of things that are non-disposable take a level of privilege because like, they're the, usually expensive. The, they're really expensive. So then there's people that like just can't afford to do anything but disposable. Exactly. And, and it's and a like, fucking cycle that it's just people have to I be fed into. I wish that the people that did have the ability to really like cater their lives to being more envi- environmentally aware to do it because there are a lot of people that have the money the ability the resources around them and they just literally just don't give a and shit. then like you know to a point like doing like a steam mop and like getting rid of clorox wipes and all these small you little end things up like saving that. money you but save, it is that upfront cost. yeah it's the upfront cost but you save money which so, is always like, fun yes but to tie it all back into starbucks yeah we are really so just taking tangents here i was at starbucks and i'm i Feel like i guess i didn't talk about this i maybe i did i don't know but either way they have these fucking straws at the front when you're like at the checkout where like they have like mints and gum and stuff like that and they are i think they're meant for like iced teas and they are just like regular fucking straws and then on them they have like it looks like rock candy to be perfectly honest and they're like flavored different things like the one that i saw was like a pineapple and you're meant to like stir that into your fucking iced tea and then it like adds a fucking like extra flair and it's like they're literally selling a fucking disposable straw for like a dollar something like enticing people to like you know what i mean i'm just like jesus like just yeah i want them to make like a bigger stand and it's not just them absolutely not but like like, I don't know. It's also part of their fucking, like, if you work there, you know that when you serve a drink at a certain temperature, you double cup it. And that is such a fucking waste. Yeah. Now, I know the tea that they make is hot. The tea is hot at Starbucks. It yeah. really is. And I get it. And I... It's protection for them against but, lawsuits. But, like, they could have created a better way to fucking do that. I don't know. I don't know. I just... It's know. messy. It's it, really it's just messy. like they're not. Uh, and it, like I said, like it's absolutely not them. Like we had like a Bath and Body Works package the other day, 
Um, it was this huge box with all these fucking like padded situations inside, like those um, those plastic things that are like the air. The, yeah, that's like a new thing now. It's just like these like pockets of air, essentially, yeah. which like I appreciate those over styrofoam. Absolutely, like, yeah, I hate styrofoam because um, that's that's better. It's just then it's just plastic that you have to recycle. So like, fine, I like that more than styrofoam but still this bath and body works package yeah we had ordered like a big order because we it had been a long time since we had like air fresheners or something like that and we got like a couple of hand creams because like my hands have been really dry and chris has like been wanting hand cream or something so this box arrived because they sent us our order like in separate orders and the only thing in this giant box filled with shit was one and these are travel hand creams that are like really small and I had someone tell me that like they do this for a reason for like they don't they try to use bigger boxes for these things because when they're left out on people's doorsteps they're less easy to steal or like less obvious which like okay there has to be better theft protection than that also they're a huge corporation they can fucking replace it to be perfectly honest yeah um but also i live in a apartment building where like no one's stealing my package because it goes yeah, to a from, place from from the company's standpoint i'm not defending them i'm just saying from the company's standpoint it's they're like, trying to save their money no well they're trying to save their money and also they're trying to like if a package gets stolen it still looks bad for the company and it's regardless. an annoying mess that they have and to deal so, with like that and it's it's a negative feeling associated with their company yeah that is the goal is to not ever have that and so i've had i and i hate this because of course i'm like hand making the art so when it gets lost and it's like the post office loses my shit i'm like not only upset for the person that ordered it but also super upset that like i spent the time making it now it's just fucking floating around yeah like who knows where it went um and i know that like customer service things like that where it's like out of my control but it still just sucks suck. that it's like a unique art piece that you made that like is just out there. I hope someone's getting some use out of it. <laughs> it's the fucking worst though. It's the worst one is something that I am no longer I have in stock. Yeah. Um yep. but anyway. Okay. So moving on. Speaking of that, today is my one year well, we're recording this on Tuesday. So today is the 12th, and it's my one-year anniversary of opening my store. Yay! Um, by the time you guys are listening to this, if you listen to it on Wednesday, my store is going to be 15% off sale, and it's up until Thursday. I think it's like the whole day on Thursday yeah, as well. all day Thursday, too. Yeah. yeah. So we have 15% off every item, including digital downloads. Um, so, you know, save like a few cents on that. They're already like really cheap, so it's not going to take off that much, but... I've got like a bunch of shit up there. A lot of stuff is already sold out, unfortunately. I mean, not unfortunately for me, but like unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because I feel There's bad. The, like I'll the, post a painting and I'm like really like that's like the painting I use is like my thumbnail for like promoting post, it. And yeah. then that's like one of the first things to go. And I'm like, oh, fuck. There's like a lot of bookmarks and stuff left though. Yeah, I try to make um, a lot of bookmarks this time because it had been a while. Yeah. Um, But yeah, and then we hit 3,000 sales today on my anniversary so i've officially made three well a little bit over now three thousand sales in one year and i'm not gonna lie i'm pretty fucking proud of that You're like allowed that's to be proud pretty of that. fucking like, that's lit. pretty awesome um so i don't know that was a it was Pats like on the back claps all around i had like a really bullshit. terrible night's sleep and i was like very stressed about getting everything because i took my photos for the product listings this morning i don't E3 kind of bled into a lot of me getting my yeah, shit together this yeah. past weekend, which we're going to cover E3, but like, fuck, 
I was very stressed this morning, and so it was really nice to have that go really well. And now you can just like reap the benefits <gasps> of all of your hard work. You've seen what I've been. I've been. Yeah. I've been very fucky. She's been like at her fucking like desk work until like eleven o'clock at night sometimes, just like fucking chugging away. Making Tomorrow shit. I'm just like meeting someone for a coffee, and then like the rest of the week I'm just like not really doing much. I just have to like ship out the orders. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> and then like go to Ashley's graduation, which is like a fun thing. Yes, absolutely. Um, but anyway, let's. Let's get into the meat Let's get into the and tea. the potatoes. Um, I'm sorry to everybody that had to unfollow me <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> uh, it's an annual tradition that I lose probably 150 or so followers on Twitter because I'm just live tweeting every conference. I didn't live tweet it this year because I was usually doing shit for my store while we were watching. Yeah. Uh, I have no apologies. It's my Christmas. <laughs> I made like one tweet because during one of the um, con conferences i think it was like playstation they had that guy wearing a hoodie and he had his hood up and he was playing like a banjo yeah yeah. and all yeah, i yeah. tweeted was obi-wan banjobi <laughs> and i used the wrong e3 i said like hashtag e3 3018 or something like that like what and it wasn't even like on purpose and someone was like that fucking slipped through my muted words and i was like damn it <laughs> so i think people like were smart and like just muted e3 words yeah yeah i have a, a mute function it's wonderful really check it out it's great. i do that like whenever i'm like not caught up on a show right away like if like i don't watch yeah. westworld the day that it comes out i'll just like mute all of the shit honestly i have game of thrones permanently muted me too on my th- on my feed. on my throne <laughs> on my throne yeah i have the bachelorette um i had 13 reasons why that's yeah, all i can really yeah, like i've got a lot of stuff that um a lot of stuff muted but there is um a lot of games that I liked that I saw at E3. Rachel did not have the greatest E3. I'm not going to lie. They <laughs> they didn't really have a lot of games for your girl. Yeah. And the kinds of vibes. So, so uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little disappointed. However, I was... I was there. Yeah. And I'm there. happy that you have a lot that you're looking forward to. So let's talk about, you know, most recent stuff like Nintendo, like... Because that, that was this morning. That Nintendo was this morning, and that's where like where a really lot of a, a lot of your stuff really shone through. Although they didn't really show that much this time around, but um, so okay, no Animal Crossing was shown. Am I surprised? No, I am absolutely not surprised at all. Am I heartbroken? Yes, every year. I I will really be heart- like. It was five years ago the other day that they made New Leaf yeah. in North America. I really liked somebody's theory. I don't know who it was that said that, like, how Pokemon Go came out and then they are making a Pokemon game on the console that is, like, linked to it. Linked to it and, like, brings some of those features in. And they think that, like, that's kind of going to be, like, maybe Nintendo's formulas where they launch some mobile games, test out some things, and then they might draw them into a new full launch title for that series. Because I think Pocket Camp on a larger scale would be cool like if you ran a national park something like instead that, of just like a lit. campground yeah like if and you, it was more like landscaping could, like, based maybe and, and like you could you could plan the wildlife way, you could plan the way that like the campground looked and then also like you could schedule for when different villagers were going to come stay camping at like your campground or like you, know? you could have like events or like there are just like events that are happening you know what i mean 
That would be really Bonfires, awesome. Bonfires, hot chocolate nights. That would be really fun. I know. But, um, it would be really cute. So there was no Animal Crossing. Things that they should, like... First of all, we are getting a Switch. We have to get a Switch because there's many games that have come out, like Mario Odyssey and Mario Rabbids crossover bullshit. Yeah, that apparently came out. it's super fucking fun, and so we're all about that look. We need to... So. I, I want to play those. They look really fun. Like, last E3... They showed a ton of games that they didn't talk about this year. Like, they talked about there's a regular Pokemon game coming out, like, next year. Like, a full like regular a full one, one. That I'm excited for. And they talked, like, there's a Yoshi game coming out sometime and a Kirby game coming out sometime. They didn't talk about those this year. But, like, still, those are things that are happening that I'm excited for. Are you for. excited at all for the Pokemon Eevee? I'm not going to get that. I don't want to. It It's basically just, like, a re like a hd remaster of the original uh pokemon yellow okay but with like some pokemon go aspects added in so right. i don't really need that to be you honest mean you're not gonna get that pokeball thing where you can have like fucking that you like, screaming in my bag <laughs> yeah like picture i would <laughs> <laughs> so they had like who was it Mewtwo in the fucking like um, thing yeah Mew and whatever I'm not a, I, <laughs> I'm a fake Pokemon stan I just had some cards yeah, and I never yeah. knew what to do with them um, but like picture me like in the waiting room for therapy and like my bag is just like screaming Pika Pika <laughs> like what the fuck would anyone do I mean honestly it'd probably be a vibe that would be fucking funny so okay but, um, so we're not into that but we are into there's um, tennis that's coming out at the end of this month and that looks hella fun okay so there was this game on the wii that i had called super mario strikers okay. and it was soccer and let me tell you that is like one of the funnest sports games i have ever had i don't have a lot of sports games but that one was so much fun i would still play that today if i had it and like i had the the controllers and everything for it it was amazing and did so did i ever play that at your house i don't think you ever did okay and so i'm really hoping i, think I just played a mini game on like some super mario 10 party probably <laughs> like rocket league kind of gives me like some of the vibes of it I'm but like there's just like league. really like crazy moves that you can pull off and everything and so i am hoping that they bring all that kind of like shit that i remember from that to tennis it looks so fun like they they went really in depth with it last year and they've shown like a little bit more and there's like more of like a regular campaign there's like tournaments you can like choose your character obviously i'm chompy all the yeah. way bitch. i just think it's so fucking stupid yeah and i love that he's this big ball holding a tennis racket in his mouth like I'm i don't know die. who i'm gonna be maybe it'll be todd or something you gotta be someone fucked up i want to i kind of want to be todd you can be Todd. do whatever you want yeah i, I gotta see who chompy I'll versus todd is a vibe. I want to see who they have. By like, the way, Todd but, is Toad, by yeah. the way. Todd is Toad. Absolutely. <laughs> Todd is God. <laughs> Todd is Toad and God is good. Um, so they have that and then they have uh, a new Mario Party coming out in August. I was like annoyed that they kept showing like people playing it and not like showing enough of the game. Yeah. So they, it's, it was like a tease, but like I am... So fucking Mario Party 8 is our favorite one. And that's we still go back and play, even though it like doesn't it doesn't fit screens anymore. It's so old. It's like, so blurry. We have so many inside jokes. It's like it's like the entire beginning of our relationship yeah, was playing that game. Yep. And I love it, and I still would have so much fun playing it. And then the Super Mario wait, I can't like, say like Super the, uh, the, Mario Party Ten came out. 
I don't think we ever played nine. There was a nine and a ten, and they were both trash. Oh, okay. They both like really changed the way that the actual board game mechanics went, and they put y'all in cars and shit. And they did all this not dumb as much stuff. mini games, which like the mini games yeah. in the eighth one is like after each round. Yeah, and um, so then like it was like you had to land on a space. I think we tried to like. We got Amiibo Festival, which is like Animal Crossing's version of it, but there's no mini games really. Like you have to in like the, unlock the mini in games the, in the board game. There's no mini games, so like we've been tr- just really craving that like classic Mario Party Eight style party game. And I really, really feel like from what they showed that it looks like that. They're definitely not all in a car. I yeah. think they definitely listened to that critique. I'm. St- fucking hesitant as hell and i will wait to see more about it and reviews it comes out in august so i'm very you know hesitant but excited about that because that's that'll be be fun that'll be like the next thing that's coming out on nintendo after tennis like in the near future and again we're gonna play like uh mario odyssey and rabbits and and like they have another one they have like i want to do some of the like uh the i keep saying todd i know people (laughs) don't know what the fuck i'm talking about treasure tracker yeah because we play a little bit of that when you're playing super mario 3d world and i I enjoyed the like puzzle nature of that Yeah, they like got that game from yeah uh, 3d world it's cool it's a cool concept kind of reminds me of monument valley in the way that like the perspective shifts like oh with toad's fucking screams yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> his gelatinous bulbous um and then fucking the majority of it was super smash brothers ultimate yes which is ultimate just or ultra it's ul- ultimate ultimate which i i'm surprised but it makes sense they basically just made that every single character that's ever been a, in a super smash ever is going to be available in this game and they're bringing back like all these levels and stuff and so they haven't really added too many new characters a couple of people from uh splatoon. splatoon yeah and so i love that the like they they went through how each one like a lot of them how they were like slightly different yeah and they all they bring up the we fit trainer <laughs> and they're like we just modified her face a little bit yeah <laughs> it's just like, like i honestly loved it because they showed like with like games like super smash like there's they well, move all, so all, fast. All those minute details in the way that their moves work, like there's so many tournaments and like challenges built up around this that like that will like people need to know that info because it will greatly impact like how they strategize to play the game competitively. So I'm I am absolutely terrible at smash but i've only played 64 so i know that that's like the hardest one to play i am absolutely getting it it looks I'll give it so a try. fun it comes out in december there's not really much else coming out in december time who are so you like, gonna play as i always play as kirby because he's a he's a I big play boy. like around with like a lot of different ones like in the last one that i played i actually played a lot of sonic because i really enjoyed like his new moves because that was i played the game where he was first introduced yeah. And so he had a lot of new moves that I liked, but I also played Captain fun. Falcon because he's like one of the originals and I'm basic. Yeah. So Hey, listen to Mario. Yeah, I don't I don't play as that motherfucker. Everyone's upset because they're like, We added everyone and then there's just pictures of like Waluigi crying. <laughs> I feel so bad for Waluigi. He deserves his time. He's just to like shine. a trophy or whatever. Yeah, there's like trophies that like a, like help you out that will randomly appear on the map that like you can you know hit and then they help you out in ways so waluigi is just gonna do something in that way but i feel so bad he would be a good character to play as 
Um, and then like, it's not Nintendo specific, but they showed it during their conference, but overcooked two guys. I'm shocked. I thought we were just going to get like more levels, DLC. So from what we can see, they have so many new recipes. It's a fully fleshed out new game. Full extra game, story. new new levels way more levels way more recipes way more chefs like way more kitchen setups online play as well which is fun yes oh my god imagine how fucking like energetic and a lot that would be because like with that game i feel like you really need a lot of the like communication that you have just like in person you've seen us stream it before where me and chris are just like screaming like pass me the onion yeah so that's gonna be fucking wild i loved that game so so much we've like three starred every level because we just played it so much it's like the best co-op game if you're looking for co-op that is just fast and fun and it's so cute yeah yep and the graphics are great they have a the fucking, art style is so cute they got a bald eagle chef in the new one and that's who i'm playing i'm as. gonna be the fucking octopus obviously oh man i'm so excited i was not expecting that people had talked about like that they leaked some sort of like graphic or whatever yeah there was a graphic that leaked and i i was just like not expecting a full game and we we like me and chris will go back periodically and check the overcooked twitter page just to see if they're like coming out with stuff because it's just like two dudes that are developing this game and i'm so happy that they got all this this success with their game like it's so awesome it's not a switch exclusive though right no 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 it's on everything um when does that come out it started like the first game like launched on just like playstation 4 and pc right and then it went to everywhere and then now that it's coming out it's in august as well yeah so that that's in august um and i said it wrong super mario or the the party game is October, not uh, August. Okay, yeah. So, so you got some time for that one. It's like, and Smash is December. Smash is December. That's like a holiday yeah, release. So my, my 2018 rest of the year is looking pretty solid because, you know, we're kind of done with like Nintendo specific stuff now. We can talk about like some of the other things and like one of the first that's coming was like Rachel threw Rachel and I for a fucking roller coaster when it was first shown and that's like the free life is strange episode that we're getting at the end of the month of june so let me just tell you the atmosphere in the room (laughs) so we had just gotten done watching probably 18 trailers back to back of the same gritty dystopian zombie wasteland vibes this is the xbox conference yeah and then all of a sudden i hear music i recognize and i'm like they're playing a good song. It's Sufjan Stevens, right? It, I forget. That, I think that's what people I had think it said. Was. Yeah. And Either so, way, you like, hear like some melodic ass music and you're like, I've heard bullshit. this song before. <laughs> this is cute. And then I'm like, who the fuck would play this? Then I see Square Enix pop up and I'm like, huh, interesting. Then I see Don't Nod pop up and I'm like, I start smacking Chris on the thigh and he hasn't like caught up yet with my brain. Yeah. And then you see graphics and you're like, this is life is strange ass shit. And yeah. so... Basically, I was a little disappointed at first because I thought that this was the sequel and it wasn't what I was hoping for for a sequel. Turns out it's just this like little extra journey that they're going to have you go on that's a free thing, which I think is so cool. Yeah, it's really cool. I don't know. Like, this wasn't free, but like in between like the first and the second season of The Walking Dead Telltale game, they had the 400 days 
episode. But that tied in a little bit. No, yeah, no, I'm saying like that it wasn't free, but it tied into the next season. And that's what's going to happen with this is that right. like. Right, they say they, there's like clues. They said that there's like tons of clues as to what the second season's going to be like. And that like decisions you make in that free episode will affect things that happen in the second season. And it's just a part of the universe. And so essentially the vibe of it is like you're playing as this like little boy who has some sort of like supernatural ability, powers. He like wants to be a superhero is like his little thing. It's called Captain Spirit. Yeah. It looks cute. Like it's probably going to be, you know, relatively short to go through. Yeah. And I don't mind that. But I was like, at first I was like, is this all that the sequel is going to be? I'm going to be just playing as a little boy after that entire journey. Yeah. I I thought that they were like, here's one free episode. That's the sequel. Okay. Bye. Yeah. No. So thank God. (laughs) I got worried because they have another game that's coming out next year called Twin Mirror. And that's a psychological thriller. Yeah, and so that is... That one looks cool. Yeah, it's a story game that is going to play exactly like Life is Strange, and it's about like some guy that like loses his fucking memories. Memento it, vibes. Me- yeah, me- memento vibes. And it looks like they literally took the one of the... The part of the original Life is Strange series where like uh, Max is going through the memories, they yeah. took that concept and, and they just made a game out of it. Like... That was a very cool sequence. It was absolutely really cool. It was just so funny seeing the trailer, and I was like, well, I know where you guys got that idea. I just realized we never talked about finishing Detroit. Oh, my God. We're going to have to talk about that later. Yeah, we're going to have to. We got a lot of game stuff. You I know. know. This is definitely this is a video be, game episode. Um, I, I got to get my nerd shit out there because I'm so excited. And since I couldn't tweet. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, I'm excited to play. I'm obviously excited to have eagle eyes trying to figure out what the clues are but also thank god for the internet because they're gonna pick up on shit that i probably will miss even though i'm super the fucking subreddit is gonna be i will literally re-download i was reading the subreddit and they were just like all right guys the reddit sleuths out here you guys got to be ready get all the clues for us like They're going to catch everything. And but I'm, I'm excited. Um, I think it's nice of them that they're making this like little free thing that they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. So something that I was upset that I didn't see more information about, and maybe we'll see it soon, but I think it's weird that they didn't put it at E3, was the new title from the developers that made Firewatch, the one that's set in Egypt. Yeah. Where the fuck was that? Because that trailer was like hands down one of my most exciting, intriguing ones from last E3. Absolutely. So I don't know where that was. I don't was. remember what it was called, but it's the developers of Campo Santo. Yeah. And they, Firewatch, God, I want to go back and play that again. Maybe we I, could we do that. We should do that on a stream yeah, or something. Yeah, we should do that on a stream. It's so beautiful. It's got a great story. And, like, I went to their Twitter, and they are just talking about Firewatch. And so I was just like, where is this new game? Girl, give us um, some more details. Because I want you know? I want to play that. Um, and I'm trying to think of, like, anything else. I mean, okay, so you guys know our journey with The Last of Us and how that broke our PS4. And yeah. so we, like, stopped playing it because we had to get our PS4 refurbished, and then we just never picked it up again. Yes. Um, no one... <laughs> No one told me, but it kind of sucks that it's only in DLC, but now they're going to put it in the second game, which is cool. Mm-hmm. That, like, Ellie is totally queer, has, like, a girlfriend. It's, like, a whole, like, thing. Um, no one told me about that. You know I would have kept going despite the PS4. 
Yeah. If I had known that, it does suck that they put that in the DLC though. But I'm glad that 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 was how they opened the PlayStation's hot mess of a conference. That was like oh, the best part of the conference was that God, opening sequence. That conference is horrible. And they just opened this conference with just like two women in love, and you know, God bless. Yep. And like I'm really like besides The Walking Dead, like it's about to be done. I'm cool with that being done now because I'm pretty much like over zombies, and I'm really only there for like my daughter Clem. Yes. I'll play The Last of Us for that storyline and everything, but I gotta say, like as a whole, I am so over the. Yeah, let's just talk quickly about like I am so fatigued by the amount of. I'm so fatigued by the number of shooters that are being released. Like the, I remember like back like Xbox 360 era that that was not like shooters were a big fucking genre of games but they weren't like the only genre that exists so now like that's like it feels like shooters are like the only genre or like your game has to have shooting in it and it has to be post-apocalyptic and it has to be really super gritty and it has to have zombies in it and i'm just the dystopian shit which like i get because like we're living in a time where our art is reflecting our reality and everything. I am so tired I'm, of dystopias. I am surprised that there weren't more story decision-based games. Yeah. Just coming off of like, I think everyone knew that De- Detroit was going to take off yeah. and how other decision-based games have been taking off. I just, I can't name one that I saw at E3. Besides the one free Life is Strange episode. Yeah. I literally can't name a different one. I, and I, I don't think, was the twin thingy? Twin Mirror was shown at somebody's, I think. Okay, well then that one. Um, but yeah, so I mean, that's obviously like my favorite type of game is like any kind of story-based game, walking simulator, whatever the and fuck now, you want to call it. I, I do like, you know, like... I Some I, stuff with action. I mean, I those saw, things usually have action. But yeah. But like, it's just... But like... You know, I think of Tomb Raider. Really, really love the, that new series of games that they have. And Halo, that one's coming out. They yeah, have that shown. Yep. Halo, I think I want to go back and I want to catch myself. Because the last one I played was Halo we 3. Have to go back. Because, um, like, it's, it's a future sci-fi shooter. And it's not just, like, everything is covered in dirt. Super gritty, know, bloody. Go- it's, like, it's not, like, overly bloody America either. America went to shit. And it's always, like... The gratuitous swearing, and like you guys know me, I don't give a shit about that. But like when they when they start off a trailer where like they are trying so hard to make you seem like these this is this is edgy, yeah. this is cool. Where it's just like here we are in desert wasteland, America has gone to shit, and it fucking sucks, boys. Like you know yeah. what I mean? Like that's how every trailer is, and you're just like, this is so cringy. I was there were people saying that there might have been like a Sunset Overdrive two that didn't get shown at all. That would have been because that is because that's like colorful and it's like, a dystopian future. Like if you pay attention to the story, it's like everybody drinks an energy drink and then they all turn into monsters. Like because yeah, it's like ener- the soda companies like yeah, taking over. And it's like stupid and silly and like there's so many. There's good, some satire there. Yeah, but there's so many good mechanics in that game and it was so fun to play and I want more shit like. That. I I want more whimsical shit. Like yeah. uh, the most engaged I was besides like Nintendo was there was like one trailer 
first of all, Yarny, they got me. Oh <laughs> the fucking Yarny God. boy, he got me. And the second game is like a local co-op kind of thing. So we're, we're definitely going to play through that. Yeah. Uh, but there was like one game, I don't even remember the title of it, but there was just like, all I saw was like a little owl and he was cute and he did some shit. And I was like, wow, this is refreshing. <laughs> like, yeah. I want more, like, I know that the, the night school people, the people that made Oxenfree, yeah, they're, they're coming out new, with a new game. It's called After Party. And I'll play that because that, the art style of that looks super cool. I always, I mean, I loved Oxenfree. I think they do some interesting shit. Um, so I'm into that. Like there's a few, but it's like, you have to really pay attention to like the 60 seconds, not even probably more like 30 seconds of indie clips that they show. Yeah. There also is that one game that's an indie developer. Um, the fucking sea of solitude. Yes. The art for that is so cool. And it's like unique concept. Like, you know, discovering like the monsters we become when we're alone or something like that. Yeah. When we're like lonely and shit. So and it so, fucking looks cool. So the, the indie games is where you get these really crazy ass, insightful, artistic, where the art form of gaming really comes I out. Know. You, know, you get these really artistic ass things. And so while yes, I will still play like, like some of the bigger titles. Like I want, I really do want to get back into Halo because I I miss the way that that played, and it's not so gratuitously violent. And not that I'm against violence in like the games and stuff. It's just like they make them like so super ridiculous. We're like that's bloody. the only thing the game has to offer. Yeah, and like so super dark and gritty and uh yeah. Mud. Like Detroit was dark, but so poignant and it had its whimsy as well and uh i could just spend an entire I know. i've had so many phone calls with my friends that have also played detroit i was on the phone with my friend for like three hours the other day while i was just painting discussing just discussing what? our decisions in detroit like it's just fucking fantastic you guys need to get it absolutely um but like I'm gonna play Fallout 76. I think I want to try it. Although I need to get some friends that will have it as well because it's it, online. It's a completely online Fallout. I'm seeing a lot of people have a lot of reservations about it. But well, I think a lot of people are kind of like you, where they don't like to. I've seen at least people in my timeline saying like they don't like when a game has to heavily rely on online play like that because then it's like your gameplay is affected by like the level, like the amount of people that you know and how like how you vibe with like video games you know what i mean like yeah yeah i i like games that like, like you can play solo when you get like it like the same experience and it just like sucks like a game like that fucking 10 years ago number one on my list would have gotten it immediately and i would have had no problem playing it and like having like the friend group and the time to do it but now just like i just don't have the time to like put into something like that as much and like really develop like you know relationships online like so where i'm like just on this game like all the time doing all this stuff and so like i want to try it out and it looks really interesting but i don't know exactly like i'm not sure if i'm going to get it or not like but are you gonna wait for reviews for that one i might wait for reviews or at least wait for like a lot more information to find out like how it plays and stuff yeah but then like i'm like they showed like elder scrolls 6 sometime in the fucking future unknown like they show me one title screen i'm dead like i'm here for they it they finally did that they finally did it 
they've got a new bethesda has a new like ip coming out called like star something in space star something and i like i'm like please just take me i will take go to, me space. to space take me to space i want more space i want more animals i just want not <laughs> not zombie not zombie and not america is being destroyed yeah fucking, like, like the tom clancy yeah every tom clancy yeah <laughs> oh man i know but um, the last thing that I am excited for that is coming out this year is We Happy Few. They finally have a release date for right. it. Uh, when is that, August? That's in August, too. So the game it, looks fucking creepy. In August, they, we have... Did they just not rip the Bioshock vibe, though? That is half the reason why I'm so excited for it. I know, because but they like, like... Like, Bioshock, when that came out, like, it was, like, such a, like, a... a like a revitalization into like different gameplay because like there was no games like it and then so many games like tried to emulate it yeah and now it's been like so long since the last bioshock Bioshock infinite that was like we were in college yeah that was a long time ago if you think about it so like i'm ready for somebody else to bring that kind of gameplay back and we're also forgetting about red dead Oh yeah, they didn't show that because Red Rockstar Dead. doesn't show up to E3. But like yeah. that's coming out, and like you know, I think that's at least it's a though, Western, yeah. and I always like what they're doing. Yeah, I'm just here. Though for I that. gotta say, the fucking money shilling that they are trying to pull with like how you can get like certain like levels and missions only if you spend like the ninety nine dollars to get the ugly ass like <sighs> yeah merch it's really to come with it. Fucking dumb. Like please. Like yeah, like if you want to sp- if you want to be wild and spend a hundred dollars to get a fucking like toy with your fucking Red Dead game and like a stupid map and shit, cool. But like if there's actual like playable content on that, like come on, like ninety nine dollars. I know. Usually for, like, like exclude like pre order exclusives. I don't mind it when it's like you get this fucking skin or this outfit yeah, like a or costume, something like that. Like a usually, certain weapon. Yeah, like a car. And usually if it's, like, a weapon or something, it's not something that's, like, you know, it's going to give you a big edge. Yeah. So, like, I don't mind things like that. But then when it's, like, literally, like, you can't play this fucking story or this game type unless you pre-order it, bitch. Like... I am shocked, though, at how little Battle Royale was mentioned. Yeah. Literally only Battlefield is, like, yeah, we're having Battle Royale. Didn't Halo do it, too? Uh, I don't... They didn't really say anything about Halo. They just, like, showed Master Chief's helmet, and then that was it. Okay. (laughs) So... I'm shocked because that was what everyone was expecting was like every single game to come with like some sort of battle royale mode. So, I mean, I know you're going to get Battlefield because like you want to support <laughs> that game because of the shit it's getting for literally yeah, having women yeah. in it. Um, Half the reason why, besides the fact that it looked hella fun getting Overwatch, I got that because it went through the same fucking yep. bullshit. Yep. We love supporting that. <laughs> love supporting bullshit. love supporting developers that can stand their ground regarding women in video games. Yes. So I will absolutely get Battlefield, but in terms of Battle Royales, that was like the only one that we t- saw, I think. So before we round off on E3, yeah. Um let's talk a little bit about Detroit. Yes, because so this wasn't a specifically E3, but it's games. Um, yeah, I don't know. what We just didn't talk about it last week. Uh, so Detroit is... How would you rank that among other games, especially like story games? 
like I don't I don't know how I'd rank it among like my favorite games, but in terms let's talk just like decision based story games like this. I I'd say it's my favorite. Really? Yeah. I know that so The Walking Dead, especially season one, got me introduced to the genre. It was poignant, like the I raised that bitch. That's why Walking I'm still Dead playing season it. one is still my favorite, my top. Only the first season. Okay. Just because when I first played that, it was like one of the, it, I still think of it as like one of the best stories I had ever played. And it's probably like, I'm nervous to go back and play it because it's probably a, a lot of nostalgia in my mind now yeah. that like it was as good as it was. But that twist ending really got me. And like, then Life is Strange was then almost like for me, like replaced it. Not completely, but it definitely was better it because, because it, the decisions mattered. Yeah, they like Telltale is like the worst at making your decisions actually matter. Yeah. But And then Life is Strange had the art style, the music, the gayness, like it was just great. Yeah. And the story is fucking fantastic and I loved the mechanics of that game. And then we played Until Dawn on stream. Which is pretty good. Like, the story's terrible. It's a horrible story. It's a classic horror movie story. But, like, Where, that, like you don't care about anyone. That living. really introduced me to a story game where your decisions, like, really just, like, you can have millions of outcomes just because of the decisions you make. And so that's when I was like, wow, this genre has, has like, so, so much, much potential. Place, yeah. And then Detroit just is, like... It it's final form it, like like i if you do not like video games i highly urge you to play that game um especially if like you're into westworld and like just into you know technology and Sci-fi. the threat of like you know technology becoming you know sentient sentient but like it's not really a threat but it could be like you know all of that kind of shit Get your tinfoil hat and fucking watch, <laughs> like watch a fucking streamer play or play yourself. It is, first of all, one of the most beautiful games that I've played. Like graphics, insane. Especially the scene where Marcus is, you know, in a junkyard. That's all I'm gonna say about it. Insane graphics. It like, was absolutely beautiful. And so this developer is the one that did Heavy Rain. Which we tried to play, but we're honestly just too late in the game. But when Heavy Rain came out, it was like ahead of its time. It was ahead of its time in terms of graphics and like telling a really riveting story. And then there's Beyond Two Souls, which we need to play, which I'm a little nervous about because now is that going to be too dated? But, but whatever, we'll try it. But that's actual Ellen Page. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll try it. But we'll we'll this, try it now. This... I played it because I was like, cool. I love Westworld and I love Jesse Williams. Yep. And that was like my main reason for getting in there. Um, I was blown away. Like, I, I mean, Jesse Williams' character, Marcus, is fucking great and like a perfect role for Jesse Williams. And also, I just love all of these actors getting super into video game, like fucking motion capture, motion capture and voice acting. Like, Honestly, one of the coolest genres, I feel like if yeah. I were acting, like that would be a genre that I would really want to be in. I don't yeah. know. I just think it's so voice cool. acting it's such difficult and, work. Yeah, either just regular voice acting or like doing that. And they're yeah. so like invested in this game and it makes me so happy. But like, holy shit, Connor, aka Brian Deckard, who I am now in love with. Yes. But my favorite character by far completely surprised me. I... 
loved him. I am, I, we got so invested with our stories and I was truly there with my characters. I wanted them to make the decisions. I was like, we agonized over everything because we were so worried we were going to make the wrong decision. Because you can kill for, like your favorite people. And you can you kill don't any do of that. the main characters at multiple points in the game. And I was so... We were working so hard. We invested so much time and we, we worked We got a really, really good ending. We, I'm not going to spoil it because no. I think we're going to wait. We're going to stream our second playthrough where we're going to try and do everything exact opposite of what we did because yeah. we played it in a way that we wanted our characters to remain a certain way and we got an amazing outcome i think we got the happiest ending which like is so shocking because like the people i've talked to like one of my friends got a very similar ending with some differences and then one of my friends got a completely different outcome and like only two percent of the population got that outcome and like yeah it's wild it's so good and i just want to play so like 18 billion good. more times like they show you the flow chart in between each like yeah they level show chapter. you how all of your decisions impacted what things within the game and you can see by the end of the game you can see there are complete chunks of this game that you did not see because Seems you went different like way full like hours of game that you didn't even get to unlock because you chose to do something differently yeah so it's just it's got that longevity where you get your 60 dollars worth because you want to play it again. Like, I already am ready to play it again. Absolutely. Yep. As soon, like, I just wanted this launch with my store to be over. So, like, maybe this weekend we could start streaming it, like, on Saturday yeah, or something. Yeah. Like, I love I love streaming these games with you guys. I love streaming the Detroits and the Until Dawns I want to do again because that was so fun. And then I love streaming the stupid games. Like, the park was so stupid, but it was yeah. fun. I know you guys are going to hate us, though, because you're going to be like, why are you making your characters evil? I We're going to, like, pause between each decision and, like, let you know what we did in the first playthrough. Because, like, yeah. we played it, like, we... The general vibe, this is, like, the only, like, minor spoiler I'll give is, like, Car, I wanted her to be, like, Mom City. Like, I just wanted her to, like, get that girl out of that situation and just, like, would die for that binge. Yeah. And Connor, I wanted him to play, like... He's by the book until the end where we wanted to wake him up to, like, what he's been dealing with. And yeah. then Marcus, we wanted him to be, like, the peaceful leader of this revolution. Yes. We never made him aggressive at all. And so I'm going to play him, like, hella aggressive in the next one. And then, like, Connor, We're going to play like, Connor, like, fucking robot machine killer. Like, yeah, fucking and Connor, I don't know how how much variant you can get with fucking her. piece of shit. No, I don't <laughs> I know. know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We played her a little bit like ruthless though at times. Yeah. So I can't recommend that game enough. It was so good. It was so good. Now somebody needs to give me by somebody I mean Rockstar a sequel to for all this motion capture shit we've fucking done a sequel to LA Noir. Yeah. Because that game concept was so cool and they did a lot of the uh, they did a lot of really good motion capture work to because you were investigating crimes and then you had to interrogate people and then based on the facial expressions that they made right. you had to try and read their faces to try and see if they were lying or not so they could absolutely do a sequel and just make it even more enhanced i'd love it so much but that's my tea this, i get really excited about all this shit this game though like it it's so good. I highly recommend it. 
and i would love to know like if you guys like want to like dm us or email us and let us know like how your game panned out if you've already played it yeah yeah like i don't openly tweet at us because i don't want people to like to get like spoiled and shit like maybe email us or dm us yes um but fuck it was so good we need to play it again we'll let you guys know when we plan on streaming it yeah we'll be tweeting about it because that's on playstation so we can stream that pretty easily yeah let's hope that the setup actually works now yeah, and that we, we can do like it <laughs> but um yeah we'll try and do that so i think that's kind of like all of our thoughts on like e3 gaming i'm Overall, fucking jazzed i'm jazzed i'm i'm blazed but <laughs> i have things that are coming out ooblets just give me ooblets when is that coming out there's please do me do yourself a favor go to youtube search ooblets trailer and just cry <laughs> just be happy it's like the it's perfect mixture of pokemon and animal crossing and it looks cute as fuck and i want it <laughs> i literally cried watching like ign had like nine minutes of gameplay and i was literally just crying because it just looks so cute and i couldn't contain myself and that is a pisces mood um Someone asked us to a- answer what our moon signs were, and I was like, at this point, y'all should know. <laughs> oh, wait, never mind. That's your sun sign. That's never your mind. Sun sign. My moon is a Scorpio, actually. Well, I forget what my moon was. We'll figure it I out. I don't have the I app think it was downloaded anymore. Airy? Was it double Pisces or something? Like, I, don't, I don't know. Honestly, I don't remember. I could Ooh. actually probably look up your chart on my app. Who fucking knows? Either way, we should probably take a break, get an ad, and then come back with some quizzes, quizzes, and questions. Quizzes, question. So this episode of Coffee with Rachel is brought to you by AdamandEve.com, which is a sex toy and all things pleasure website, if you will. As always, we have a great deal for you guys. If you use code CWC on AdamandEve.com, you get 50% off of just about any item, free shipping, three free adult DVDs, and a free mystery gift. So again, just go to AdamandEve.com and use code CWC to get that offer. Today's episode is also sponsored by Rover.com, which is the largest network of five-star pet sitters and dog walkers in North America. Rover offers in-home dog boarding, pet sitting, dog walking, or daycare, and can also connect you with other pet parents and dog people who will treat your pets like family. So they have a pretty rigorous approval situation for the different pet sitters, and only about 20% of people that apply actually get accepted, so they look through these people very thoroughly. And they have an easy-to-use iOS and Android app, so you can search, book, and pay for all these different services that they have to offer. They also have free in-person interviews and home environment visits, so you can find the perfect match between sitters, owners, and pets. Each person has a detailed profile and reviews so that you can really, like, suss out who you're trying to have, watch your pets, your house, your dogs, etc. And they do have premium insurance and 24-7 support. So out of all the services that they offer, obviously we don't have any dogs for them to walk, but you can have people drop in to check in on your pets. They wouldn't be like actually staying with you, but they can, you know, make sure that they have food and water, maybe play with them a little bit, make sure they're not getting into anything weird, and then they can give you updates on that. And that's really cool. It makes you feel more secure about what your pets are up to when you're not around, especially all the cat owners out there. So we do have a special offer with our podcast to hook you guys up with Rover.com. You can get $25 off your first booking by visiting rover.com slash coffee and you can use promo code coffee at checkout so that's going to rover.com slash coffee using promo code coffee all right and we're back with a (laughs) quiz that is extremely on brand for me 
but relates to nothing within this show. Absolutely nothing. This is, we know which kind of bird you are most like based on how you answer these random questions. Um, join the flock, it says. <laughs> wow. And I'm ready. Uh, so the first question is, choose a location. England, Brazil, the United States, Australia, Mexico, Antarctica. There's a lot of options here. <laughs> location, location, mm. location, location, location. I'm picking... Australia. I'm picking England. Choose some. I'm surprised you didn't pick Antarctica, to be perfectly honest. Your meteorology ass. Well, you know, I don't want to be cold all the time. All right. You know? I get you. All right, so choose some bread. We've got some cheesy breadsticks, Ooh. banana bread, cinnamon uh, toast, mm. crescent rolls, a nice baguette, or cornbread. Honestly, all of these really fuck me up in the best way possible. So I, I would know, do I'm any really, of these other than cheesy breadsticks. I am so torn right now. This is fucked up. I'm very torn between banana bread and baguette. I'm torn between banana bread and crescent roll. Also, like, is it an American thing to do the cinnamon toast thing? Like, do we know what that is in other countries? Because honestly, that is the most American thing ever. Like, hey, here's a fucking slice of white bread. I know that they have that like fairy bread shit in Australia or whatever. Oh, is it Australia? I, I, it might be New no Zealand. Idea. and I just piss people off, but <laughs> it's like sprinkles on fucking white bread. But okay, cinnamon toast is literally just melted butter on white bread, and you sprinkle cinnamon sugar on top of it. Like that's breakfast. It, it sounds very American. It because is, it's involves sugar. It's so. tasty. Ooh, I'm gonna go with a baguette because she's versatile. Ooh, I have to go with the crescent man. Choose an activity: swimming, reading, eating, napping, drawing, dancing. Wow, um, I like reading. Loving, but eating. fucking, <laughs> whatever the fuck. <laughs> Laughing, crying, fucking, whatever. Um, <laughs> I like reading, but eating is also a great pastime. I'm picking eating. Come on. It's a great time. Uh, I'll go with reading. What kind of bird am I going to get? I'm going to get a fucking seagull. I hope I get an owl, honestly. (laughs) Choose a music genre. Pop, rock, rap, classical, country, EDM. (laughs) Rock. Uh, Like I said, pop. I just... You don't know where you're... I don't know where I land anymore. Where does indie trash fit in? (laughs) I know. (laughs) Where does fucking, like, that one farmer's banjo back in the distance... (laughs) Okay. Uh, choose a brand: Nike, Apple, Google, Disney, Coca-Cola, Facebook. Which I hate one is, this question. <laughs> which one is the least problematic? They're all fucked up. Yeah, they're all fucked Every up. Every single one of these Honestly, is fucked up. Honestly, I. Oh my god. They I are hate all this question. Up. What the fuck? I'm just gonna go with Apple, just oh. because I'm taking this on an iPhone and I have no better justification because they're all trash. Okay, choose a cartoon character. Kim Possible, Bart Sampson, Patrick Starr, Scooby-Doo, Ferb, and Tina Fletcher. Isn't it Belcher? Okay, you clearly know I don't watch Bob's Burgers. Yeah, I have no idea. Maybe I'm... Did I piss people off there, too? I'm so sorry, everyone. (laughs) Wait, I thought that was Rick and Morty. I just pissed off everybody. Steven Universe. (laughs) They all blur together. I don't know anymore. Uh, Patrick Starr. Uh, Same. (laughs) Choose a cereal. Uh, Frosted Flakes, Fruit Loops, Cap'n Crunch Berries. Oops, all berries. No, I'm <laughs> Cheerios, Lucky Charms, or Reese's Puffs. Reese's Puffs. I'm picking, Peanut butter chocolate. <laughs> I'm picking the puffs. I knew you would. I have to. Uh, honestly, 
Oh, fuck, I really fucks with some Reese's Puffs. I don't want to go too many of the same. It's okay if we're the same bird because then we like are Reese's those birds that like stay together for life or whatever. I hope so. That's kind of cute. I love all of those cereals, but Reese's Puffs really, you know, get me going. Uh, nothing like that fucking ball. No. <laughs> um, choose, choose a word to describe yourself. Caring, cheerful, funny, elegant, loyal, courageous. Uh, I don't give a shit. I think I'm funny as fuck. <laughs> Such a piece of shit. Uh, I already forgot all the answers. <laughs> I'm gonna go with funny too. Out of all those words, I can't believe you're Lastly, choosing choose my a brand. Beverage: water, lemonade, beer, wine, pop, chocolate milk. Where the fuck is coffee? Lemonade. I'm such a lemon. <laughs> Out of all of these, I'm picking water. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I got a parrot. Oh my god, I got a penguin. Okay, mine's pretty pretty accurate. Like, I'm that bitch that like kind of loud, probably shouldn't be talking all the time. It's kind of a little extra. See, I'm the one that's waddling around, really fucking cold, ripping out my feathers to malt and like malt? All... You want to make a malted milkshake out of your and, feathers? And uh, you know, regurgitating my food into Squeezy's mouth. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. It's perfect. Plus, I do a mean parrot impression, which I am not going to do right now. Oh, my God. We'll save that for the uh, Lost Tapes. <laughs> the Lost Tapes? <laughs> One day we will have episode. Whoa. Okay, so our TV is, like, on in the background right now, and it has a screensaver thing that it, like, cycles through, and right now it's photos of penguins. All right. Conspiracy. They heard us. Our echo is watching and wow. somehow did this. I, I'm really upset. Don't you believe? I do believe. So let's do questions from patreon.com slash Uh The first one is from Haley and Eric, who said, Hi, Chris, Rachel. Is there a product that either one of you used to use back in the old college days that you miss but don't use for good reason anymore? Hmm. Hope you and the chunks are doing well. It's a good question. I can say a, I haven't been asked that one before. Something that we used to use back in the college days that I miss, but don't use for good reason anymore. Philadelphia cream cheese. I was going food too. I was thinking Easy Mac. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> because damn, she was convenient for when I was like. Oh, nose. I don't like the microwave cups. I like the box. Oh, well, I was. But I, I get you. I was thinking the cups because like, you know, when I'm studying and I just needed a snack and it was there and I was hungry and it was easy to make. But like, I don't have it anymore because uh, plant based. Also, that shit is really bad for you. Plastic also. One use plastic. Yeah, one use plastic too. <laughs> um, okay, but like, I think they meant like product that's not food probably. Yeah, well, that's just where my mind goes. Food. I'm trying to think of like a beauty product that like might have been iconic. That I don't use for good reason. I don't know. Honestly, like... fucking pencils. <laughs> Literally. What? Pencils. I don't use pencils anymore. And I used to just write out all my notes because I didn't like typing and I didn't want to bring my laptop and be that person. And so I'm sure that's like everybody now. But like I used to write down my notes. I had all these fucking pencils. And so. But that's... you miss pencils? I'm... It doesn't say anything. Yeah, uh, well, it does. It, that I miss. Well, you know, I do like. I miss. You miss writing. the feel of the the tough Tyco. I just like like I was jerking <laughs> off a pencil. <laughs> yeah, which this is like a rare moment where we should have video chat. Um, oh, oh you like God. holding that nice long Ticonderoga in your hand. You know, 
Get that callus on your fucking middle finger. You know, awkwardly walking all the way across the room to go sharpen it on the wall. Okay, literally, the (laughs) worst part of my youth. You know that tweet where it's like, I really resonate with SpongeBob being too polite so that he, like, died in Sandy's house (laughs) because he wouldn't ask for water? Me, every possible moment of my life but and that includes the pencils pencil sharpening i just was like oh, i guess Especially i'm using my blood <laughs> when you use the one that's got like the handle that you're like turn it and then your tip gets stuck in it and so then it won't sharpen anymore and then it's just a it's whole like the, big thing. the electric is like hello everyone i am the center of your world now <laughs> and then the arm one is like um it's the same fucking problem actually yeah okay for me i would have to say ooh. High-waisted skirts. I miss them, but I don't miss having to be wearing them, if that makes sense. I, I miss you. the look, not the, um, I'll never pee in today with the tight uh, and high-waisted skirt <laughs> combo. I get you. You get me? I also miss Chegg. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just because. You don't I have, need her anymore. I, I don't need her anymore because I don't have textbooks, but I have fond memories of that bunch. That bunch. <laughs> Slug books. Remember that sponsorship? That was a good sponsor. That was a good sponsor. Yeah. Uh, topical. Helped us out. You know. Uh, so speaking about... I still get people asking me, what was that fucking textbook company <laughs> used to shill? I would fucking stand by. You would get like $6 textbooks. Look, it sounds like I'm sponsored again. <laughs> uh, speaking about your anxiety with the uh, pencil sharpener. Oh. Uh, Jess said, anxiety. It sucks balls. So what yep. do you guys do to manage your anxiety? I get anxious about the future and what could or could not happen. And I'd love to open my own Etsy store, but I'm afraid of failure. Anxiety pills are magic, but I also hate putting toxins and conventional medicines into my body. Much love to you guys and the chunky chunks. I mean... First of all, I think starting any situation, like Etsy, YouTube channel, blog, any kind of like freelance entrepreneurial avenue, you're going to be afraid of failure. And like, I mean, they are like obviously all risky. Me starting any new job that I got, especially ones that weren't in job families that I've had before, like... I feel like that, like literally with everything that I do. So you're not alone in that. Um, And I think like like, handling that (laughs) in terms of handling it, you just have to like, you have to yell at that inner voice to be like, shut the fuck up. I still want to do this because I think it might be fun. Yes. It might be help. It's usually like you got to get over like some initial hump of like, you know, it took me forever to like actually go through with like starting it. It was like an idea that I toyed with for years. We, we would yeah. even hear it on the fucking old podcasts, like, and I just didn't feel like I had the credibility or the financials or like, like the, the, no- the the know knowledge. how and how to do yeah, it. Yeah, like, like and it's like it's definitely a learning process. Like I've only had my store for a fucking year and I still am learning a lot. Yeah, I I just like with new things i try to educate myself as much as i can you know we have the internet we can read up a lot about a lot of different things and you know there I are find a lot of people that are that helpful like as fuck too answering getting questions answered that i have and like just getting a full-fledged picture of whatever it is that i might be handling it doesn't have to be like launching a store it could be about anything you know just trying to get as many answers to it can help ease the anxiety because there's less unknowns yeah but in terms of like what we do in our lives like on an everyday basis like when we're feeling really anxious um and like these are very personal to us like obviously they're not going to help like everybody yeah Um, i think one thing that a lot of people do resonate with though um is when i'm anxious i like to stress tidy you know oh yeah because like 
you know, just making the place look cleaner, you know, clean space really affecting my ability to work and like my mental capacity. And if it's dirty in the house, then I just can't think straight. Yeah. So, and I feel like I've heard that from a lot of people. Yeah. So that's one thing that I just like stress tidy. <laughs> Me, it's like doing anything art related at all, whether it's like playing guitar, like absentmindedly or doing anything like painting, sculpting, whatever I feel like fucking doing, um, showering when I'm having like an actual panic attack. Yeah. Getting into a shower, I don't know what it is. It just helps. I've seen a lot of people also relate to that. Talking to my therapist, if that's an availability thing that can happen. I also find showers very relaxing as well. Playing Animal Crossing. Yeah. I, you know, I wouldn't say I'm like the <laughs> pinnacle of like somebody you should look for for like anxiety related advice because like I tend to like not want to procrastinate anything, so I will just like keep working. He gets his every... shit done. I will keep regardless work... of his anxiety about it. But like, yeah, and like because I'm just like anxious about it not being done. So then like sometimes that leads me to like working too much. Yeah. <laughs> so you're working on that. Yeah, working on that. But uh, I like to play video games a lot too, as I just gushed about for fucking half the show yeah i like probably games. more than half yeah it's it was fine a, it was a lot i don't care i don't care either uh jen asked what do you guys think of john green these days and are you still a fan would you oh. go back and reread any of his books that boy <laughs> you didn't read turtles no i didn't read yeah i guess i didn't i didn't read that one <laughs> yeah the last I one i read was the fall in our stars yeah um i mean Looking back, like I, I, I get a lot of questions. Like I saw that they're making. First of all, I saw that they're making like a mini series. I forget who's making it um, about looking for Alaska. Like they're doing like, a television like mini series, cool. which I think is like probably a good idea for that I feel kind like of that's a honestly, book. Maybe like, for those style of like one off. I like a good mini series. Yeah, for one off books where it's just like it's contained within this one book. It's not extending past that. It, but like a movie is not enough time to really get the story. A mini series is a good series, way to go. Yeah, I like that. I don't think I'm gonna watch it just because it's been like fucking forever since I read the book, and I don't want to do the thing where I like have to read the book right before and then this whole thing. And honestly, it's just it's not work that resonates with me anymore as a 26 year old. And I think that's like normal. I get a lot of questions from people asking if like it's still my favorite book and it's not and i don't even know what my favorite book is now honestly i don't think i have to have one either but like i think there are definite themes that i can remember i know that if i were to go back and read them i'd probably pick out a lot of things that like i don't like about them anymore it's yeah. terms of handling so, women um, um so, <laughs> so and I, I didn't understand that when i was like fucking 15 16 whatever you know they they stood their place some things are better kept in the past in your your youth you know in your nostalgic like, youth and then i think like people that are people that are in their teens now have such not that i'm saying that like his shit is terrible and like there's way better content but there is like really good content out there right now like there are so many people writing amazing stories for like young adults or whatever especially queer stories and i just feel like there's a lot of shit out there that i wish that i had had when i was younger and that's why like i read it now like in my fucking like late 20s yeah. um because like it's it's nice to know that those stories exist now like in print but i don't know like would i go back and read them i i don't know if i should i feel like i should just leave them with like my like oh 
But like, I know that if I were to read them now, I'd have too much of a lens that is I tarnished. Have, for context, I've only read Looking for Alaska. Um, and I already know what I would be getting into, you know? You have to put the killing thing between your teeth, but not give itself. <laughs> Stop! Stop! <laughs> that was the best thing that came out of that book, though. I, that meme was so funny. I fucking hate that. But yeah. I mean, I saw that Hank's writing a book. Um, and I know that Turtles handles mental health, and I'm, I've heard, like, really good things about it, and, like, maybe I will eventually get to it, and maybe I'll read Hank's book eventually, but, like, it hasn't been, like, something that I've been, like, I need to go fucking do that right now. Though, I gotta say, I've been really enjoying Hank's, like, side channel, where he, like, really does, like, deep dives into YouTube stuff, because, like, even though I'm not on YouTube anymore, I still, like, hearing about, like, what's going on on the platform. Yeah. And, like he talks about other things and i like that those are like non-scripted videos and i i enjoy his content on his side channel a lot um but yeah that's where we're at in a the, the, oh my god <laughs> oh my god dftba that and when zach fucking texts me dftba out of fucking nowhere <laughs> and he's also had this weird thing where he now like tags me in a picture of post malone every morning on instagram and i'm gonna really need him to stop haunting me <laughs> that's really fucked up honestly i can't believe he does that and the last question is from jasmine who said what crayon color would you in the chunks be i hope this isn't from the new crayola makeup line oh i heard <laughs> That that's not good. Yeah, that honestly, smart business idea. Very smart. Poor execution. Um, but I also saw that they're like coming out with a new like royal blue color, and then they're like, name this, and everyone was like, <laughs> and it's funny that you <laughs> would think that the fashion has nothing to do with you when it very much <laughs> the entire scene was cerulean blue in Delaware's Prada. Yeah, I also saw I somebody call it um, uh, Sonic's Ashes. <laughs> because <laughs> it was like ground up pigment yeah yeah so chris previewed this question for me before the show so i could like come up with i found like a list of like all of their current um color names by crayola because i don't remember all of them besides macaroni and cheese to be perfectly honest no me too so Fucked i'm gonna up. give you what everyone is so just based off color alone i mean that's what we're basing <laughs> yeah obviously yeah. um i feel like lila I know this is like an out-of-the-box kind of wild card, but because of her pinkum snoot, her nose, I'm giving her a piggy pink. It's a I very pale pink. I think that fucking fits perfectly. I was thinking like a white or a very pale pink. Because they just pink, have white. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> so that's just like, okay. Um, Squeezy, I think, oh. needs to be a dusty gray-brown. Well, you're in luck. I found a charcoal gray called Outer Space, and that could not <laughs> be more perfect. It not only defines I the shade s- of his hair, but also his mind. <laughs> He's not from Earth. That man <laughs> has traveled. Oh, my God. Now, Crunch. <laughs> I thought that said Loser Lemon. Now I can't Yo, use that. Damn that would... Let's keep it that's me <laughs> no it's laser light. i'm like fucking like kelly ass green no nah, like. i got you you're a baby blue because you look the best in baby blue and it's cornflower oh my god what the fuck cornflower blue that's a is color this, is this just like crayola or that's a color it's like a yeah. it's a term for it's kind of like a little bit less than a baby blue it's almost like if baby blue kissed a little periwinkle it's kind of like in between you i get like me? kissing periwinkle <laughs> yeah i'm periwinkle no um well, I would be loser lemon if that were a fucking <laughs> real thing. But uh, I think that I'm going to go with 
<laughs> I'm outrageous orange. Uh, <laughs> this is perfect. Don't you think? Maybe uh, we should do everyone as like, we've done colors before. We've done we've like done paint colors, swatches yeah. as benches, but like, I don't know if there's enough crayons to do this for benches. Maybe if we dabble with Rose Art. <laughs> no, we don't say her name in my home. We don't acknowledge those waxy sticks. When's Rose Art, though, going to come out with a makeup That's line and just kill it? That's what I was thinking the entire it. time. Like... They're going to come out with like a Glossier-style vibe crayon collection. Oh, my God. Well, That's... we hope you liked that. That's what we have for you guys this week. <laughs> I hope that you enjoyed our discussions e3 discourse let us know what you guys are excited about um video game wise if you guys were into e3 and shit please Again, talk to know. me about detroit yeah you know dm us or like you know email us or something and we'll let outcomes. you guys know when we're gonna do a stream on that v soon yeah so uh we'll see you next week bye so benches we have for you this is what video game you are playing, are, are playing. Oh, we tried to pick a lot of these from the ones that were at E3 this year. Not all of them are, but you know, so definitely not all of them. <laughs> you're either looking forward to it or you're playing it. You made it. Who knows? But let's just get started. <laughs> Chris uh, is like, this is a stretch. This is the biggest stretch ever. We got Scott Edward R. Wilmot, who is Ori in the Will of the Wisps. Courtney is Command and Conquer Rivals. Jackie Goldfarb is Goldeneye. Emily Sweeney is Home Sweet Home. Shannon Chires is Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Sarah Booth is Skull and Bones. Angelica Feliz is Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Emma Corbeil is Counter-Strike. Madeline Young is Mad Max. Gianna Wozniak is Wolfenstein Youngblood. Tara Davey is Dance Dance Revolution. Oh my god. Kimberly Proza is Prince of Persia. That was a tongue twister. That was a lot. <laughs> Joanna Tartaglini is Gears Tactics. AJC is Anthem. Jake Bauer is Rock Band. Valerie Molina is The Secret of Monkey Island. Teague Phillips is Tetris. I heard they're actually coming out with like a new Tetris game that's like a yeah, wild thing. There's something fucking happening with that. Lily Rose is The Wind Road. Norma Ortiz is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Winter Russell is Rust. Brooke Renee is Rend. Savannah Pellissier is My Friend Pedro. Joshua Kerman is The Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker. Chantal Piat is Heavy Fire Red Shadow. Catherine is Catherine Full Body. Bridget Carey Davis is Strange Brigade. Squeezy and Chunko walking around. <laughs> Colby Rhymes is Roller Coaster Tycoon. A classic. Yes. Haley Boucher is Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. Another oh classic. Sorry for screaming. Jake Parker is After Party. Renee Medina is Super Meat Boy. Ryan Hara is Harold Halibut. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Grandma is Grand Theft Auto 5. Sophie Yarmillo is Sea of Solitude. Chelsea Grundy is Quake Champions. Haley Welsh is We Happy Few. Stephanie Lee is Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. Jane Thompson is Tomb Raider. Kayla Bean is Beat Saber. Brandy Robbins is Braid. Michelle Cox is Twin Mirror. Rebecca Mack is Madden NFL 19. AKA the bathroom break part of the conference. <laughs> uh, Joanna Jensen is Ukulele. Oh, it's like spelled all differently. And I'm like, wow, I just got it. Leslie Wright is Life is Strange. Gwen Stowe is Stardew Valley. Kat Schultz is Fallout Shelter. Jason Gonzalez is Double Dragon. Lindsay Torlina is The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Jess Adams is A Way Out. Daisy Blossom Dottie is Dota 2. Kennedy Rochelle is Team Sonic Racing. Taryn Parker is The Last of Us Part 2. Lutzi is Sea of Thieves. Sonia Vazbrun is So Many Me. Fiona is Final Fantasy X. <laughs> 
Juanita Cara is Crash Bandicoot. Cassandra Lee is Prince of Persia, the Sands of Time. Avery Labelson is Angry Birds. Throwback. Liz Hallbrook is Broken Age. Madison Greer is Greedfall. Chloe Ireland is Club Penguin. The whole Rip. fucking club. <laughs> Caitlin Whalen is WarioWare. Dana Daly is Day of the Tentacle. Vlynn is Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Mackenzie Knight is Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. And Rachel Evans is Resident Evil. The rest of you bonchos. You guys are, are all, all ooblets. Oh my god. Because I just, please, if you do please. one goddamn thing, please watch that trailer. <laughs> you will <laughs> and cry. And scream and cry. <laughs> Hopefully. We've got Pavithra Suresh. Jocelyn Fry. Hermione. Ishbel Mendez. Bree Cram. Ashley Riefenberger. Allie Malone. And Kathleen Wynne. Happy E3, y'all. We hope you enjoyed. Let us know if you've played the game that we've given you. Yes, or you're excited for it. We'll see. We'll fucking find out. But uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye.